alaikum. My name is Rakaya Wright, and I am so glad to be back with you guys for season two, episode one of Breaking Barriers. Today, we're doing something a little bit different. We're going to be talking about the life journey of my grandmother, Mariwan Daoud, and how she returned to Islam. How are you? Fine, thank you. That's good, alhamdulillah. Where are you from? Georgetown, Guyana. And what do you do? Farming. And you sell at the market, right? Yes, sell my, sell my produce at the market. What was it like growing up in Guyana? It was fun in, in my time. Where did you live? I used to live at Lot 5 Dawson Street, Arcadia. And who was your parents? My father was Daniel Charles Augustus Loop, and my mother was Gertrude Douglas. What were some struggles you faced growing up? What were some struggles you faced growing up? Well, struggle, the struggle that I faced, my father stopped, my father reached an accident, and I was, I am the eldest, so I had to stay at home to look at the small one, and my mother had to go out and look for work. And I normally go at the farm and pick the fruits and take it to the market and sell to get to help to provide along with what my brothers, they give her. My eldest brother, them. How many siblings did you have? I'm, my mother make nine of us. And I am the only, only surviving one right now. So what's your life story from beginning to end, from where you remember to now? Well, my life story, I had to leave school early to get to help my mother maintain my small, my siblings. I used to go to the market. I used to attend Allen School of Home Economic and to let my sister continue her study to become a nurse. I had to stay home to help my father with the other rest of children then. And three of them die at a young age, Jenny, James, and John. And the other rest die when they was old. When did you drop out of school? Well, I dropped out at school. I start drop out at school at, we call it at, in that time, fourth standard, which is fourth grade now. Okay. Um, were you Christian growing up? Yes, I was an Anglican. What's an Anglican? 
of the Anglican Diocese, the Anglican Church. Oh, I never knew that. And when did you come to Islam? I came to Islam when I got married. My husband wasn't in no religion, so I tell him to come to Anglican. And he said, no, Anglican Church, is, Christianity is not for him. And a brother by the name of Afiz Mohammed, he came to Guyana from America and I normally had lecture in Guyana where and Wallace D. Mohammed came to Guyana and after he take me to the lecture I was pregnant three months with my third child which is my daughter and I sit down and I listen to the lecture and after I listen to the lecture after the lecture finish I embrace Islam right away. What is embrace Islam? Because the teaching that they give is different than Christianity. And the way how they dress is more moral than Christianity. And what was your favorite part about becoming a Muslim? And what were some struggles when you first became a Muslim? Well, people used to laugh at me and you make mock at me, but I never take it on. And what was it like being a black Muslim in the country where the majority of Muslims are Indian? Well, it had a lot of black Muslims before me. So I wasn't they never tell me nothing. When they see me dressed, we reach upon the street. They give me the salam. I give them back the salam. What was the hardest change that you went through when you first became Muslim? The only hardest change is when the fasting come around. But I get used to it and I continue fasting in the month of Ramadan. Did you miss any whole holidays you used to celebrate before you come to Islam? Well, normally we used to celebrate Easter, Good Friday, and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Because my father, when I become a Muslim, my father said that is the best thing I do in life to become a Muslim because he never used to want to see us dressed in short clothes. He always loved to see us dressed in long clothes. Mm-hmm. And who is your father again? Daniel Charles Augustus Lou. Okay, I had forgotten. <laughs> So, what was it like after you had children? Well, it was, it was hard because although my husband was a Muslim, his sister was an Adventist 
Adventist? She, the Seventh-day Adventist. She was a Christian. Okay. She always want money from him. Although he having children, she always want money. So I decided to turn to the farm, start selling my fruits to get to educate my four children and put them through. My eldest son, he was, he get, he started going to Charleston Secondary School and he passed common entrance, started going to Charleston Secondary School. And from there, he went to Guyana School of Agriculture, where he get a credit in agriculture. Then when he left to go to the University of Guyana, a brother by the name of Sheikh Wahab called him and asked him if he interested in going to Saudi to study. And he said yes. And right away, he get a scholarship to go to Saudi to study. And he's there from the time he go to Saudi, he study. He came home back, then he went back. And he went to London and then he went back to Saudi and right now he's in Saudi. And what's your proudest accomplishment in life? Like what thing you're proudest of or happiest to see? Well, the happy the things that I happy to see that I become a Muslim and out of my four children, all four of them Three of them is Muslim. The second one, he backslide. And my last son, my daughter, my eldest son and my daughter, they are all Muslim and the children, they are all Muslim. All 14 grandchildren? All, all 14 of my grandchildren are Muslim. And what advice do you have to people who want to become Muslim or who just became Muslim? Well, the advice I give them, Islam is the best religion on the face of the earth whereby you see a lot of racism and all those things. Things, the Islam bring one another no matter your race, your color, your creed. Islam bring everyone together, but yet still in Islam, you got some segregation, but not in comparison like the Christian and other denomination. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Ghani, for being on my podcast. I loved having you here. Thank you very much. I love you, Ghani. I love you too. So my grandma, she wanted me to mention that the fact that her father, he was actually Muslim before he came to Guyana, but he left his religion after he came to Guyana. And he wasn't only happy that she returned to Islam because of 
the fact that the way they dressed and the morals of the religion, but because he was glad that someone, one of his children, out of all of his children, one of them came back to his religion that he used to practice. And so through all of this, all of her whole entire life being Christian and believing in this faith so strongly, reading, practicing this religion so strongly, one lecture at the masjid, listening to one lecture at the masjid, one person speak, hearing one person talk about Islam and their values and what they believed in, just one person made her change her whole entire life and her whole entire focus of her life and her children's life and the life of my grandfather made them change all of their lives just from hearing one man speak and speak about the oneness of Allah and speak about what Islam is, what it really is, not what the world tells Islam is, not when people call us terrorists or people look down upon us, but just hearing one man speak about what true Islam is made her change the whole entire course of her life. And people don't think words are that powerful, but if words could change the whole entire course of someone's life, imagine, think about it. If you say something to someone and it changes their whole entire life for the better, all the rewards you get and then her children were Muslim after this one brother said these these few words in the lecture and that same day they came to Islam this brother who changed their whole entire perspective on life him think about all the reward he's getting and all the reward he got from her children and her children raising her children raising my cousin's and me, my mom, of course, my mom raising me on Islam. Think about all the blessings and all the reward this one man gets from just giving one lecture, one khutbah. And her, Islam hit her heart and touched her heart and touched her soul and made her change her whole entire course of her life. Just think about it. It's like, I can't even put it to words how beautiful that is to me. Just one person saying saying a few words in like a 30-minute long khutbah can make someone change their whole entire life. Just from a few things they said, for the better, change their whole entire life for the better just from a few things they said. A few things that connected with them and touched their soul so much. And even what's it called? She told me once that she always knew, like, with Christianity, something, it wasn't there for her. Something wasn't there for her. She always knew something wasn't there for her. And then when she heard this man speak, her eyes, her mind, her heart just opened. 
just that exact moment. Hearing his words, hearing Allah's name, her eyes, her mind, her heart opened. And she was like, you know what? This is for me. And it wasn't even because of the fact that, oh, her husband, which is my grandpa, didn't have religion at the time and he wasn't sure what he wanted to be. But she decided in that moment alone that this was for her. And he decided for himself that that moment was that this religion in that moment was for him. They both decided separately. They didn't think about it like, oh, um, so I think, do you, do you think, do you agree with what he said? Or talked it over with each other. In that moment when they were sitting there in that masjid and they heard his words, they both decided for themselves. It penetrated their heart and decided for themselves, this religion is for me. And then they raised us upon it. They raised my parents upon it. My mom, I mean, and my cousin's cousin's parents upon it. And then we grew up upon it. And that's the story of how my grandmother came to Islam. And obviously, when she first became Muslim, there was trials and there was tests and there was a lot of things that she went through. And her life, she had a hard life. A hard life. She had a hard life. But she always says, Alhamdulillah for everything she ever had. And she always says, Alhamdulillah for what she has. And she's always grateful for what she has. And she's always is making dua in the nighttime and always doing all this stuff and reminding us. And I feel like that's the most beautiful thing about it all. And a lot of the times, I feel like people who revert to Islam or convert to Islam they their Islam is stronger when I say that Islam is stronger because I feel like they actually chose it for themselves they're not practicing because oh my parents told me this is the way of life but they actually believe that but I'm not saying you can't choose it for yourself just because you were born into the religion because you definitely do you definitely choose it for yourself one time in your life just goes to show how even if you feel like you're so far away from the religion or you're so far away from islam if you were chosen for this religion and allah has written it down for you allah has a way of bringing you back bringing you back to him bringing you back to islam even after generations of being turned away from islam or being forced out of your religion allah has a way of bringing you back to islam and bringing your family back to Islam, the religion that he made for you. Thank you for watching this episode of Breaking Barriers. i also like to say before I end that whether you're reverted or you were born Muslim, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we were all born on fiqh. So just because we were, we didn't grow up as Muslim or we later on came to Muslim in our life that doesn't make us different because at the end of the day we're still practicing the same Islam we still have the same values of what a Muslim should have and Allah loves us all so we should love each other equally because 
what you wish for yourself, you should wish for each other, right? So you shouldn't judge a person just because they weren't born Muslim. And they came... Well, they were born Muslim because everyone is born Muslim, but because they came to Islam later on in life. And you did. Allah chose to guide them. And you don't know if they might be a better Muslim than you. You don't know what they have in their hearts and how high Allah has them. How how much Allah has elevated their status. That's what I was trying to say. And thank you for watching this episode of Breaking Barriers. My name is Aqaya Wright. And I can't wait to keep the conversation going.